0: Hello, and thank you for joining us on Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Women Living Intentional, a group created for those who are looking and ready to live in purpose. Now over to your host, Tayani Tellis.
1: Hello, and welcome to Posh Talks Podcast, where Living Intentional consists of high vibes and posh lifestyles. I'm your host, Tayani Tellis, and today's episode is Selfish Babe. Let's talk self-love. Olenike states that selfish babe is a personal development and lifestyle brand for women who are learning to selfishly and authentically love themselves. If you are, if you are to ask yourself, how do you love how do I love myself? Where do I begin? Then you are in the right place. We're going to get down to the root of what self-love truly means and looks like. Hello, Olenike. How are you? Hey, love. I'm doing well. How are you? I am well and thank you so much for being a part of today's episode. I'm super excited to have you because this is the first episode, episode, and I say it's a special episode um, because we usually typically like to dive into self-love and, you know, just the whole thing about abundance, but you're the first person who we've actually gotten a chance to speak to and is specifically on this topic. So thank you. No problem yeah so let's dive right into it can you tell us a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship and how you got started
0: yeah so I have the selfish company which you mentioned and I also have my main company which is Goddess Detox and Goddess Mm -hmm. Detox is a holistic wellness company primarily for women where we sell self love inspired products to physically spiritually and emotionally detox primarily herbal products now when I was about 22, 23. I was just graduating Florida State University in undergrad. Right. And I was moving into grad school, and I ended up going to FAMU for grad school in Tallahassee and I ended up getting a
1: master's in community psychology. Oh,
0: wow. At, yeah. At that time, um, I was really learning a lot about my culture and my heritage because they really teach from like an African-centered perspective and for me um, that was really necessary for my personal development and growth in order to be where I am now because um, a lot of my questions were answered such as you know Well, before, you know, Christianity, what were we doing? What were our spiritual practices and different things like that? And that's for me. I wanted to know, like, the before part. Like, what did we do before? And so that was really important for me. And so at that time, I was in the graduate school program. And at that time, I had met some other women that were also in my program or a year ahead. And they decided that they wanted to start, like, a sister circle. And they wanted to base it off of the book called Queen of Four, Sacred Woman by Queen of Four. If you haven't ever read that book, I highly recommend that book for a lot of women, whether or not you read the whole book through because... What Queen Fua does in that book is really break down the power of your words, the power of herbs, the power of, you know, your look, even, like, beauty. Right. Like, different right. things she talks about. And she also focuses primarily on the womb area and your vagina, which I think is super important for women to get in touch with. And right. so at that time, I said, yeah, I'll join, you know. I thought it was cool. And so I remember going to the first meeting, and we were wearing all white. And at that time, we decided we were going to, you know, really be vulnerable with one another and I really appreciated that right Um, and so I got to hear a lot of other women's stories about you know maybe past sexual trauma or just certain things that they probably wouldn't normally share in everyday conversation and so we would go through the book like it was like 12 weeks I think every week was like a different subject And it just allowed you to focus more on yourself. Even the other day, I remember looking at one of my journals where I had written some things like just what I was going through. And I remember I used to journal like every single day with what I was going through and what I was doing. Mm -hmm. And so during that time, there was also uh, a program I wanted to go visit, a study abroad program, and it was on skin bleaching. um, Because at that time, I was really interested in why – people would want to lighten their skin and it was a trip called the psychology of skin bleaching by a professor here at well for me georgia state university because i'm in atlanta and okay um, at that time, I was raising money, and so to raise money, I made some scented whipped shea butter, and I was selling like some T-shirts. Like that's what I was doing to like raise money for the trip, and so that's how right. I kind of first got started into entrepreneurship. Was raising money for that uh, summer abroad program, but also I was introduced to an herbal product for women. And for what I call it on my website for Goddess Detox called the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls. And right. at that time, that product was super beneficial for, like, menstrual cycles and, like, you know, if you're dealing with dryness, getting your yoni back in check for, like, you know, getting your wetness back naturally. Right. Yeah. When I had first started my company, it was for, like, men and women. I would sell scented Shea Butters. I would sell T-shirts. And even after I came back from my trip, I was still doing that. And then at one point, um, when I started selling the Goddess Vaginal Detox Pearls, that was really taking off, and I had a lot more women clientele than I had men. And so Man, at that yeah. point, I had decided that I'm just going to focus primarily on women. And from the stuff that I had learned in kundalini, it really uh, helped me focus, like on self love, not only for myself but for other women. And so even though I had changed my company to primarily focus on women, I didn't want to just have a product and just sell a product by itself for me the holistic components were really important and so when we talk about the, we talk about the physical we talk about the spiritual and we also talk about the emotional that's like the holistic standpoint because when we look at anything it's more than just the physical thing for me energy is very right. really important and so for me i wanted to mm-hmm. have a product that we did talk about the energy like if we're selling like majority herbal products. Well, what is the energy of the plants? You know, what is it used for? What Mm -hmm. is the spirituality of the plants? Like, what can you use it for? And so for me, that was really important. But me raising money to go on that study abroad trip to Tanzania, that was like my first step into entrepreneurship. And then when I came back, I really, really focused on my company. I was still like working or whatever. But then at one point, I think in the middle of my second year of grad school, I didn't have to work anymore. I was able to fully sustain myself with just Goddess Detox. Um, So that was like my first step into entrepreneurship.
1: Oh, wow. I love it. And I'm definitely going to go and check out some of your products. I have heard of that book and it's actually in my Amazon cart, but now you have really encouraged me to go ahead and purchase it. So thank you for that information. And I hope that everyone who's listening also takes advantage of your services and products as well as getting that book because I have heard great things about it. But Mm -hmm. I'm glad that, like you said, energy, whatever is for you or you're supposed to be reading or Learning, it comes right back around. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. Very true. Definitely, 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 definitely. Okay, so, like, during your journey, what adversities did you have to overcome? Like, was it pretty easy for you? Or, you know, what did your support system even look like? Okay, when you say journey, are you talking about my entrepreneurship journey? Yeah, well, you, just your journey in general. Like, Because you kind of segue us into, like, how you got started and then what encouraged entrepreneurship for you. So, like, anything in between, like, even just getting to entrepreneurship that may have been like, hold up, wait, (laughs) what am I doing? What is happening? Um, Things like that. Okay, um, so for
0: overall journey, so I will speak a little bit about entrepreneurship and then I'll speak a little bit about overall and self related. Okay. And so okay. with entrepreneurship, um, I will say like, first off, it's like, you know, trying to get people to purchase your product mm-hmm. and telling them why it's important. And so for me, I was selling something, a holistic product that women stick in their vaginas. That's literally mm-hmm. what it is. It's a herbal product that women stick in their vaginas that they didn't really hear about. And so, for me, one of the biggest obstacles was changing the story, right? Because a lot of women will say that, a lot of women will say that, um, oh, you don't need to put anything in your vagina. This is, you know, not a good thing. This is not really right for your vagina. So I have to change the story around that. And so right. now, okay. going into year four you know, that's, that story has changed. I mean, we'll still have women still, like, say that or whatever, but there's so many reviews, like, thousands of reviews, thousands of, like, reputable reviews where women are like, okay, well, I've tried everything else. I'm ready to try this. So that right. was one thing was overcoming, like, the negativity because there's a lot of people that can be really negative about, about it. Yeah, of the course. second thing is actually getting people to purchase the product. And so... In the beginning I would do a lot of vending things. Like I would go out to different like conferences or like natural hair events. And I would set up a table and then I would like talk to every single person or if I had somebody with me, I would have them man the table and then I would um, go around with flyers and like talk to everybody say, hey, check this out. And I would just have a flyer that talks about my product, as well as have a review on it. And then if anybody asks me, oh, wait, 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 what's this? I would talk to them right. about it. So that was helpful. Um, but I don't really like vending currently. I think it's a lot of energy. <laughs> like if you, yeah. really, like, I say do it. Yeah yeah, get your experience, but it's a lot of energy to use. Um, So that was one thing. Another thing was like, well, how do I sell this on Instagram? How do I grow my following? And so Mm -hmm. at that point, I had found this woman on Instagram. She's still on Instagram. She's like Cece, the six-figure chick. I think it's like Mm -hmm. underscore the six-figure chick, and her name is Cece. And so at that time, she was really just moving from her juicing business to her – internet business basically she sells a lot of ebooks and different video online courses and how you can really market your business or grow your Instagram and so when I had like paid attention to her and I got her information you know that really helped me because i was able to figure out what to grow my instagram following and i was able to figure out well what pages can i pay can i pay to say hey put my product on your instagram page and then other people like millions of people or thousands of people are going to see it they're going to click on it then they come to my page, yeah. and they're able to, like, oh, see all the reviews or see the link in the bio. So when right. I got that, like, that was, like, heaven sent. Because when I got that, I was like, okay, I don't need to go vend anymore. I, like, this is this is really a right. wonderful product that people are buying, and they're liking the reviews. And that's when I was able to see a dramatic increase in sales. Because that was the one that was like, oh, okay, Instagram. Instagram became, like, my best friend. Mm-hmm. Because that, for me really boosted my business and so for me when everybody's like oh i don't know about instagram i'm like instagram for me makes money um people have their own types of social media but for me instagram is it and now i'm moving more towards youtube because i love youtube as well but instagram is like all the way it and so those are like some type of obstacles um now I'm talking about personal obstacles or like self-love obstacles. When I came back um, from my Tanzania trip, I was like super, super broke. Like I just had like no money. I was waiting right. for school to start, so then I can. I think I had student loans, so I can get a student loan and be able to like live. Mm-hmm. And at that time, yeah, at that time I was at that time I was married, but then I was getting like going through a divorce at that time, and that was because I got married like at. T- I married really young. Oh, wow. And so I was going through a divorce. And so I had moved into my friend's space because she said I could stay there with her. So I was living with her. And um, I was actually going into a new relationship at the time as well. And that was really good. That was really helpful. Right. And okay. so that was like a personal personal things that I was overcoming at the time. Um, and there were some other ones. I feel like overall, it was like me doing what I want to do and overall through my self-love journey it's figuring out like what I like to do and like going with that versus Mm -hmm. like people may not agree with it. So for me, I always say like I'm very spiritual person. I'm not a religious person. If religion is what is for you, then that works for you, then that's wonderful. But for me, religion doesn't work for me. Spirituality is what works for me. African spirituality in particular is what works for me. And so even like me going to my mom and being like, I'm not a Christian. Like I I don't practice Christianity. This is what I practice. Mm -hmm. And she may not agree with it, but it was really important for me to tell her that because I'm not going to sit up here and live a lie and pretend that I'm Christian or, like, you know, pretend. And I don't want that. I want my mom to know who I am as a real person. So that was, like, an obstacle even having that conversation. And that may be very uncomfortable, but I would rather her know the truth than me trying to live a lie. Another obstacle... And I would say absolutely me just being more honest with who I am as a person, even me embracing my sexuality. And so if you we were talking about if you we were to like label me, I would define myself as like dire or queer. And so for me, even like this these past two years, it would be me more so going after my, my attraction to women and really experiencing that and even right. that has been really like a really wonderful journey for me and even me um, communicating with my mom right because so she's like of doesn't really agree with like same sex stuff but I still again I wanted her to know well who am I as a person what am I doing right now and so whether or not the person agrees I still like to let them know because I just want them to understand well this is who I am and so right. for me it's basically living in my truth and doing what makes me happy and also being able to speak my truth right so it's like if somebody gets on my nerves with something especially if it's a close friend I want to be able to talk to my friend and tell them that exactly what got on my nerves and why and let's move on rather than let me not say anything and be mad and grumpy because that don't work that doesn't work for me and so really it's really that's where I'm at like that it's for me it's always well, how am I choosing myself and how mm-hmm. am I not choosing myself? And then overcoming those things and being more brave and more honest with other people and myself in me choosing me. Well, this didn't I didn't like this. Why? Or, oh, I thought that I like these people as friends, but they're actually not that great friends. I don't think they're my type of friend. But going through those experiences and being like, oh, they're still wonderful people. They're just not the type of people for me that I want to grow with. And so for exactly. me. Um, it's just my personal life experiences, teaching me to love myself more with the choices that I make, the things that I say, and really choosing what makes me happy and really choosing what fulfills me the most. So those are like past few, like self-love obstacles, but all of them, I would say it would have to be me like actually speaking my truth and like speaking up more.
1: Yeah. And I really love that because a lot of people they're in business but the foundation of your business is being your authentic self that way you are able to attract those who are connected to the real you and not who you pretend to be to Mm -hmm. be so I really love that piece of it and it's like you're walking in your truth because a lot of times when we're frustrated in business and we're dealing with you know these pity pension clients or just clients in general that we really do not resonate with is typically um, associated or closely defined by the person that we're showing up as. So if we're portraying to be someone other than who we are, most of the time that's when we end up in situations where we're servicing people that we can't relate with, we're wondering why we can't get the results, but it's because ultimately you're not showing up with as who you are. So I really love that you are on this journey of just allowing yourself to be vulnerable, allowing who you are and expressing that to other people and giving them that space to accept it or, you know, not agree with it, but still know you for exactly who you are. Yeah. So thank you. that's, that's really good. So I want to dive right into what most people are probably here for and pretty much like what is self-love and was there a particular moment where you was like, I'm not loving myself as much as I should be.
0: Okay, uh, so what do you want me to answer?
1: So, like, like, what is this? What is self love? Um, in your own definition, and did you start? And why did you start this movement of selfish babe?
0: Okay, so for me, self love. Um, for me, for me, when I define self love, it's just you choosing yourself and right. really doing things that are going to make you happy, as well as holding self accountability. That's really important for me. I think that. Um, when we look around at our lives and we think that, you know, we don't like our lives or we be unhappy with our lives. Right. My question is, well, what are you doing to change it? You know, for me, right. it's like you have the power to change it. So, like, what are you doing? You may be unhappy. That's great. I'm glad that you realize you're unhappy. Oh, I'm glad that you realize that you probably didn't like these choices. That's cool, too. That's nice. So right. what else are you going to do? what are you going to be doing to change your life? Because you really hold the power instead of saying, well, I'm just living this life and, you know, I'm just kind of going along with it. For me, that's not self accountability because those are the people that blame their circumstances on other people. And right. for me, um, when you just blame your circumstances on other people, you have your power because you're saying yeah, I have I no agree. accountability. I can't change my life this is it for me. And it's right. not. That's what you're choosing to do every single right. day. That's what you're attracting. Exactly. So how else are you going to be able to change it? So I had recently did a YouTube video and I think it was called, uh oh, it's called like, can we curse on this? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I think it was called uh, shit ain't going right but we grateful though right. and um, it was on my other my podcast as well as like my YouTube channel and basically I was just talking about how like things may not go be going right but we're grateful because now we gain some clarity we're grateful because we know this is not what I want so now what do I actually want and so now you're able to actually think about the things that you would actually like because you're like uh, this ain't it so what right. can be it <laughs> and so when you start actually thinking about well I like this this I like this you're able to write it down you're able to be mm-hmm. more specific then you're able to go towards those things attract those things and p- putting the action towards the things that you actually want and so for me when I talk about self-love it's choosing yourself as well as having self-accountability for your life so that you're mm-hmm. able to wake up and actually enjoy your life because it's for me that's really important is that women specifically have lives that they really enjoy, have lives that they enjoy waking up to and are feeling fulfilled. Because for me, I see, I think a lot of women feel very unfulfilled. They feel very tired. They feel very drained. They feel very unsupported. And so for me, well, how can you change that? And how can you choose more actions to where you are more supported? And so Mm -hmm. when it came to Selfish Babe, the reason I started that is because I had got a detox. I was selling a self-love inspired products. But for me, I started to realize it's really a mindset thing. A lot of women can buy a self-love product, and that's wonderful. But you using a product one time or, or two times is not going to really teach you what it means to love yourself. Right. And so for me, at that time, I was doing a lot of personal development and spiritual work. And at that time, I thought the information was wonderful. I thought the information was great. Um, But I wanted other women to understand the importance of their minds, their words, the power that they hold. And so for me, that's when Selfish Babe was created. And for me, like you had mentioned in the beginning, Selfish Babe, is a personal development and lifestyle brand where women can learn to selfishly and authentically love themselves. At first, when I had Selfish Babe, I did not have an app. I think I had like some wonderful self-love t-shirts and that was cool. But I wanted there to be a way where it could be more connected. And I had gotten the idea from mm-hmm. Spirit that you need to make an app, you know? And so yeah. I, I worked on that. I was able to create an app. And in within the app, if you don't have the app, you know, you can get a daily affirmation as well as a self-love quote sent to your phone daily. There's a podcast. There's um, motivational videos, primarily from like Instagram. Like a lot of women are on Instagram doing such great videos that I wanted other women to be able to see that. And right. eventually there's going to be a lot more things where you're going to actually be able to learn from people on practical things in 20 minutes or less (laughs) that is going to help your life because for me we always have our phones right But for me, it's just like, well, um, some women don't have two hours to sit and watch something. And, you know, and also they don't want to wait all day for the main juice and the details. Because that could be annoying. i I I be fast forwarding shit all the time because I get to the fucking point. So I want to make sure (laughs) that women have something where they are straight to the point and they were able to be like, okay, okay, I took away, you know, three or four things that I can implement today and now I can move forward in my life. And so also like the notifications really took off because that really wasn't the main point of selfish faith but I'm glad that it became a main point because I'm really one that is into like subconscious thinking and what you're getting into your mind I'm really big on affirmations and changing your mindset so for me when you are saying things in a positive way towards your life for things that you want then you are one step closer to actually getting that for example if you're a woman that is very unconfident and that has theme, then I'd highly suggest you saying affirmations towards already being confident and already having high right. self-esteem, even if you may, may not believe it right then and there, because eventually what you are doing is you are changing some things in your mind, so eventually you can start walking out into the world as that woman that has high self-esteem and confidence, and so with the Selfish Babe app an affirmation comes up on your screen, you read it to yourself, whether it's in your mind or out loud, and that can really change your I've gotten messages from a lot of women that said that they've been able to leave abusive relationship. Mm. They've been able to, this has helped them with their depression. It's really helped on their confidence. They were able to pursue things like start their own business. Whereas back in the day, they would never do that. And right. so for me, they may not think that oh this is much right but then when they are reading those affirmations that are in a positive way that's going to influence them in a positive way that is really changing their mindset and that is the right. first step for me when it comes to self love it's one of those things where well what am I doing to actually change my mindset and the next thing is maybe the podcast like if you're listening to this podcast right now then you're probably a woman that has really fallen in love with podcasts and can right. see the benefit of maybe listening to a podcast versus listening to music five days out of the week on the way to work Not that that's bad. I think it's not bad, but I think, you know, one or two days on your way to work, it will be wonderful to listen to a podcast because you're able to learn something. That's why I really at one point was really listening to Audible a lot because I was able to actually finish books because I wasn't reading them, but I was listening (laughs) to them and I'd actually finished them and I was able to learn so much because of just listening because you could clean Or do whatever you need to do throughout your day. And then just sit and listen. And you're going to be able to take in so much information.
1: Right. Right. And Mm -hmm. I agree with you. Because even on the podcast um, spectrum. Like the reason I started a podcast. Because I was like. Me as a consumer, me as an entrepreneur, like what would make my life easier as well as those who are connected to me in such a way that, yes, okay, I know that I'm trying to change, you know, even what I eat and what I allow in my mental. So you hit it nail on the head like on your way to work you may be frustrated from that morning the podcast like world has opened up where you can literally search like overcoming or how to turn you know your bad day around like it's so much content out here i think that's the really dope part about it and you're able to change your mindset going into something where you thought it was going to be a shitty day and it ended up being like the best day ever ever because instead of listening to music that feel that fuels whatever you're feeling you're kind of counteracting and listening to something that's more positive and then you're listening to other people who are like hey I've been through hell but you're mm-hmm. overcome mm-hmm. so you're able to really fill yourself with things that are positive because I know like if I'm upset and I'm frustrated and I'm listening to something that is pretty much pumping me up and it's telling me F this person <laughs> and forget this you know typically that's what I feel for the day like yeah. honestly you know because I feel like you're right how I'm feeling is right and and nothing in those lyrics are telling me to change it or do something different. So exactly. I definitely, I definitely agree with you. I'm loving this conversation. I was going to ask you about the app, but you hit it like already. And um, I'll definitely be downloading um, the app as well. But I want to lo- know like what moment occurred for you where you felt as though you may not have been loving yourself the way you should.
0: Okay. Um, so, I mean, that was the one moment, I think when we well, actually know, when before I had left my past relationship past past mm-hmm. relationship um so I was sitting on the couch I was about to get ready to go to um see a class at FAMU because I was mm-hmm. going to administer some testing things to some students and my husband at the time had come out and I don't know he was really upset about something mm-hmm. and then he ended up taking up my test papers I'm like throwing them all over the ground. And I was like, why did you do that? And he was like, oh, well, you're on my side of the couch. You know that I sit here. And I was just like, bro, for real, like, you're mad at that? <laughs> right. And so we got yeah. a really big argument. And there was, like, one point we was arguing back and forth, back and forth, back and forth. I was, like, banging on the bathroom door. And I had kicked a hole in the bathroom door. I always say this, that the The wood was really soft, but that's what happened. But then also at that point, he had taken his two hands and he had put them around my neck and he had put me down to the ground. Now, I always say this as well. I did not feel any pain when he did that, but it was still a very strong action. The fact that he put his hands on me. And so. Right. And I'm not saying that I was not also in the wrong for, like, banging on the door and kicking on the door. Like, kicking the hole um, holding the door either. Like, I get both sides. But at that time, that was the relationship. Like, if, you know, we had an argument, he would walk away. Things would get thrown. Like, that's what the relationship was, like, when things were not good. Mm-hmm. And so, at that point... Um, at that point I had went I went to school, whatever, and I was just thinking. And then I think I had a, some conversations with like two of my friends and they were like, You're gonna go back to the house, you're not scared. And I was like, I really wasn't. I was not afraid of him. Like I, I wasn't like, Oh my God, is he gonna put his hands on me again? That never crossed my mind because it was just it was right. the first time, it was a one time thing, and I wasn't like afraid. But then at one point, I had thought, well, if I had a daughter would I want her in a relationship like this? And at that time I was like, no, right. I probably wouldn't want her in a relationship like this. And that's when I had decided that when he had went to work I had like, little packed up all my shit and I had went to my friend because he told me that it was okay for me to stay there. So I had eventually moved over into my friend's place. Right. And eventually I had filed a divorce and me and my ex had gotten a really peaceful divorce. By that time we were on good terms and we just understood the relationship was not going to work. But, you know, we were on good terms. It wasn't no like beef or whatever and so at that time when I had asked that question definitely I would say that I could have been loving myself more especially in that moment because even in that moment I had said well if I had a daughter I didn't say well Vanessa you're the one in this relationship do you want to be in here do you think this is healthy for you I had to put somebody else in my place that was not here to say whether or not this was good i have to say if i had a daughter is this good for me and the answer was no but looking back my question to myself was why didn't you say well vanessa you're the one here why do you have to put the situation on somebody else of like you know people are like oh i love my kids but yeah yeah, to be able to make a decision why didn't i just say Vanessa, it's not working out let's just go that that point i could really pinpoint that i was definitely not loving myself to my fullest potential at all because it was like i didn't even value myself in that way where i could have been like well girl get up like it's obviously not working it's not a good relationship you're not happy in this let's go and so definitely that situation that helped me pinpoint yeah i could have definitely been loving myself more and so i was glad to be out of the relationship but looking back i was able to be like ah you know, you matter too, Vanessa, so, like, you don't yeah. have to put somebody else <laughs> in this right. place for
1: it to be, like, bad or good. <laughs> right. right, right, right. So, I mean, with all that even being said, what did that process look like for you healing um, on an emotional standpoint? Because I can only imagine all the feelings that you were feeling, you know, even after you left because, you know, it's just females, we are natural lovers, so it's like, okay, me? am I even making the right, to... yeah, can you hear me? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Even just like okay. Okay, Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Yeah. I was like, what did that process look like for you, like healing-wise, emotional-wise? Because I know as females, we can kind of have like breakup remorse, is what I like to call it, where it's like, okay, well, he gets the point, like did I make the right decision by leaving but also choosing yourself first so what did your healing process look Um,
0: like so after I had left um, I was living with my friend and at that point I believe I was getting ready to go to Tanzania which is the study abroad trip that I was um, raising money for and I think that I remember meeting my ex boyfriend because we like broken up but we're still really good like we're really great friends. But like I mean, I had remember mm-hmm. meeting my ex boyfriend at some event. And he was texting me off and on. And I was like, uh, well, I just want to let you know that I'm going through a divorce. Like, I'm not looking for nobody right now. So, you know, are these, like, invitations platonic? Because he was, like, inviting me to stuff, and I would be declining. But I also want to make things clear that I'm not looking for no relationship. And he was like, oh, no, these are, like, platonic. Right. And I was like, okay, wonderful. And so... Um, I feel like even me, like, getting into a new relationship was helpful. And I know a lot of people was like, what? You're supposed to, like, wait and blah, blah, blah. But he was actually a really great guy. And so and that was the part. We weren't in a relationship right. yet. We were, but when I had gotten abroad, I'd actually left to go to Tanzania. We were, like, texting every single day. And so, like, we had, like, gotten to know right. each other a lot. Um, not being physically in our, you know, in each other's presence. And when I had came back after like three weeks, then we were like hanging out more. And then I was like, okay, like I'm ready for a relationship. So that was part of it. Hanging out with my my sister friends was really healing. Um, we were still doing our sister circles. We were still meeting up. Like once every two right. weeks, we were doing different ceremonies, going to the river, going to nature, and just really being in, in our presence and our like community-wise. So that was actually really, really healing for me. Um, right. I think even me with my spiritual practice, I was really doing something what we call ancestor veneration, which is honoring our ancestors. I was learning about the Orisha, uh, which are different African deities in um, African spirituality. So I was learning about them and what they represent. That was really healing for me. And so for me, it was a lot, a lot of me going into my spiritual practice, whether it's learning about my ancestors, the Orisha, as well as having my girls around me. That was very, very helpful, helpful, helpful to me. And it wasn't until after I had graduated um that I had began you know learning like other personal development stuff but during that time those were the helpful things
1: right right and I know you mentioned community so how has your community personally helped push you forward not in just like um you know your adversities but just in general staying clear and true to who you are um, as an individual you broke up and so I didn't hear
0: the full question
1: yeah, no, no problem. I was asking, how has your community helped you push forward? Like, you mentioned community and having people around you, but how has that helped, like, keep you focused on your end goals and, you know, just staying au- authentically you?
0: I think for me, um, with, like, my friendships, or what I like to call, like, my sisters, um mm-hmm it's just being in each other's presence in a positive way. You know, if we're able to really be honest and authentic with one another about where we're at and about what's happening, even if it may, may not be the most positive, right? And so it's like being able to be vulnerable to ask for help or being able to be vulnerable to explain what's going on right now. That, I think, just us having each other's back, whether it's just like, somebody to listen to you a place where you can go and cry and you can feel okay or just like for me it was just us doing things together you know things that you know moved us forward like one of my friends had like um I think it was like a balloon release thing but it's like we were writing down affirmations we're doing like different things so for me for me it was like having a sisterhood of people that we're already positive, that we're, we're already on the wavelength of like, we understand spirituality. We're going to go meditate together. We're going to go out in nature and um have some fruit and just really, you know, be in spirit and be in nature. Like for me, it's women that were like-minded. And so if I have women that are like-minded yeah. that want to do more than just go to brunch or go to the club, that's very helpful to me. Um, not saying that you guys yeah. can't go to brunches and go to clubs. I think that's cool to have fun. But what else? What is the substance? What else do you guys do? Like, what What else can we do together mm-hmm. that can really connect one another where we can really be honest and vulnerable rather than just, like, we look cute? That's cute. But that's, it's more, right. I think, friendships are right. more than just looking cute together. Like, what, I mean, how do y'all connect? Like, you know, for me, it's like, i want women in my life that we can really connect on a deeper level where we can be authentic on a deeper level we can go to the river and give some offerings to oshun you know we can go travel together we can go to an african village and get some our african names together i mean that's the fuck we did like that's literally what we did yeah, and so that yeah, brought us yeah. closer um compared to like having a friendship where i cannot do that
1: Yeah, definitely. I definitely love it. So, I mean, we're getting close to the end. Like, how do you practice self-love in this current, in your your current journey?
0: How do I practice self-love in my current journey?
1: Yeah. Like, what do you do? So
0: in my current journey, um, I'm in a new phase now where I'm no longer with my boyfriend that I was telling you about that I had met, but I'm solely with my girlfriend now. And it's been, a you know, a wonderful, wonderful transition. I have my own space. Right. Uh, at one point, I had my own space back in Tallahassee, but now I have my own space. I literally moved in here last month. Um, oh,
1: wow. Congratulations. And so
0: for me, I'm in, a I'm in a different space where I have this huge space to myself and I'm able to dive deeper. I still practice my spirituality. I get messages from spirit and they have told me that I need to go way deeper on my self-love. So that's like writing in my journal every night. That's me saying affirmations. What I call, I call it praying. For me, praying is not um, praying in the way that I think a lot of people have learned to pray. For me, I say Mm -hmm. that affirmation is my prayer. And so when I'm writing down my affirmations in the positive, knowing that they're going to happen and having faith in that, and working towards that, that is my prayer. And so for me, I pray differently. Um, It's really, it's still choosing myself. Well, what do I want to do? What can I do now that's deeper? So writing in my journal, having my spiritual baths, I do a lot of spiritual baths. And so what that is, is like, I may use basil, um, some different flowers. I may have some Epsom salts or some magnesium salts um some oils I like to put oils in my bath because it makes it really nice and soft I play some music have some incense going and I have my quiet time usually sometimes with my baths I keep it quiet I just keep it quiet because I like to have like whatever thoughts needs to come to me come to me I may say some affirmations in my bath I'm drinking a hell of a lot more water because that's what the the message was from spirit was for me to drink a lot more water um so that's what i'm doing right now in terms of me focusing my self-love it's really being specific with what i want not only vocally but verbally knowing that right, it's gonna okay. come writing shit down working on my businesses because for me working on my businesses is self-love because I'm building an empire, multiple streams of income is very important. It's very important for me to be well off. It's very important for me to be rich. Like that is something that I cannot um, waver on. And this is what I mean by me choosing myself. How do I want to live my life? What do I want to leave behind? What is for me? Right. I must to be a very fucking wealthy right. woman. That is just what it is. And so for me, if I need to, be, if I want to be a wealthy woman, well, how the hell am I working towards that? That's right. me working on right. my business. You know, and me, you know, just saying what it is that I want. That's me choosing friends that I actually want to be friends with. And that's me even unfollowing people that I no longer relate to. And so recently, mm-hmm. um, I was folding my underwear because I was like moving shit and I finally got my new dressers and I was folding my underwear and I have remember thinking that there was like these two women that I was, I, we weren't friends anymore. Like I'm not a person that wants to have a lot of acquaintances. I'm a person that likes really true sisterhood. And so if you live, Right within my area and we hang out and then we literally stop just hanging out and we haven't seen each other in more than three or four months then for me you don't really know what's going on in my life right and if we're not reaching out yeah are not, not. <laughs> connecting with each other in that way then we're no longer friends and so in my head I was like I would get annoyed every time I would see them post and the reason I would get annoyed is because I'm like Wow, I thought we were really gonna be great friends, but we're really not. And so I just decided to unfollow them. And so you should the listener be like, Oh, is that a big deal? Like you couldn't just stay following them. No big. I couldn't because I was nervous. Because for me, I I made it known right. the type of friendship that I wanted. I made it known that I'm not here for acquaintances. I made it known that this is what I want. And when I realized that they are not they're not the ideal type of friends that I want, even though I was grateful for those experiences. I realized that, well, I don't want to see their stuff on my on my feed. Again, another thing of self-love. What yeah. I have on my Instagram feed is I follow people I want to follow. I see things that I want to see. I'm not going to follow people just because. Like, I don't want to see what's going on in your life. Like, yeah. This is not my Facebook page. Like, I don't, like, and I say that. <laughs> you know how you can have a Facebook and you literally have friends? Yeah. Like, I don't be on Facebook like that. I'm li- literally not on Facebook. Right. I don't really give a fuck about what everybody else is doing because I don't really care. But I don't really care to go <laughs> through my Facebook friends and delete everybody. But because I'm more so on right. like Instagram, primarily for my business and my brands, I'm going to follow people that I actually want to follow. And so if that means I'm following people too, that's what the fuck I'm going to do. And so those are some like recent right. things that I've been doing going into fresh water. So we don't have uh, beaches here in Atlanta, but we have like creeks and rivers and stuff. So me dipping my ass in the water because I feel called to, that's been something that I've been doing because it's so fucking cleansing. Going out in nature has been really cleansing. I need to like see some trees. <laughs> I need to see nature doing yeah, fucking things. So that has been really helpful. So there's like a lot of ways that I feel like I've been choosing myself more. Even me leaving my past relationship was a choice. And that has helped, yeah, right. helped me grow so much as well as help my ex grow so much as well. And we're still wonderful friends, which is great. Because usually when I break up with people, we do not I'm not friends with them anymore. But this is a right. great thing for me because now I have a male in my life where it's not sexual at all. It's really we're just platonic friends, and I like that as well. And so for me, it's, right. it's, it's oh, those yeah. questions. What are you allowing in your life that you don't like? There's literally certain things that you don't like to do that you don't have to be doing. And you could be like, well... I go to this job that I really don't like. Okay, cool. So, like, what, what what, would you like to do instead? Well, would you like to work for yourself? No, I would prefer mm-hmm. another job that I like. Okay, well, what kind of job would you like? Okay, I would actually like a job doing blah, blah, blah. So then you start writing shit down because now you're a little bit more specific about what the fuck you want. And then when you can be more specific mm-hmm. about what you want, you can start going towards that. Because it's like, again, you don't have to be at that job, but you're going every day. You don't have to be there, though. So it's like, or you can be like, well, I do want to start my business. Okay, wonderful. Well, save up. Make sure you go to work, you know, get your money and invest your money in something else because, you know, eventually you want to start your business. So for me, it's really creating that Mm -hmm. lifestyle that I love. Like Like, I literally love my life. Like. I've never been that person like there may have been times in my teenage years where I did not love life like that. But I really want to wake up and be like, I love my fucking life and I want other women to do the same. And
1: so for me, that
0: is what self-love is, is doing those actions towards
1: that. Yeah. And I'm so happy that we've connected because honestly, like. People don't understand like self-love is about you and doing things like what you love to do. I even know for myself, like with my friends, if I really do not want to do it, I have learned there is power in my know. And yes. some of them may be frustrated in that moment, but it's like, listen, I have to be okay. I have to be aligned. And if it doesn't resonate with my spirit, because once you really understand the power in your intuition know everything that's going around like if spirit says no if body says no then why are you saying yes so that's what I've really learned as well so I'm super happy like that you are dropping all of these gems and I have like one last question pertaining to self-love for you like what tips would you give someone who is just now starting the journey of really understanding self-love like They had that come to Jesus moment where it's like, you ain't been loving yourself as much as you should. So, what advice could you give them? It's like going in and out. Yeah. Mm You had a full question. No, you're you're cool. Thing I love about podcasts is very authentic, transparent, you know. (laughs) But, like, what tips would you give someone who is starting this journey of self love? Okay. So,
0: what tips would I give somebody who's starting the journey of self love? Okay. So, they should totally get a journal. They should totally get a pen. (laughs) They should dedicate this journal (laughs) to like what they want and even going over their days. And so for me, I think uh, self-reflection is so big. Right. And so when I talked about like you figuring out what you don't like to what you like and why that's important. Mm -hmm. Well, I think if you able to, give yourself 10 to 15 minutes a day and you just have your journal. And you're like, well, what do I write in it? Well, start talking about your day. What happened during the day? What did you like? What didn't you like? Right. You start asking yourself, well, do I like my life? Right. And then you start right. thinking about things in your life that could change or that you want to improve on. And so I think that's important as well. I think that's important as well. So I would say definitely get a journal and a pen and paper and start giving yourself that alone time.
1: Yeah. yeah. So that's I love it. So if you Yeah. So if you could sum up your current journey in one word, what would it be? My what word? Your current journey in one word, what would it be?
0: Oh, well, right now my word is expansive because I'm expanding. Um, Mm -hmm. Like even with my space, it's like a lot more bigger and I'm really loving it. And so for me, the reason that I even have my own space is so that I'm able to expand more and grow more. So at this moment, my Mm -hmm. word is expansion.
1: Yeah, I love it. I love it. I love it. So what does intentionality mean to you? Intentionality. Um,
0: I think with intention, with, for me, intention is really giving your energy to something in the most authentic and truthful way possible. And so if I'm yeah. having a conversation I'm about to have a conversation with somebody and my intention is I really want them to receive this well then you want to be you know, if, if you're being intentional about that it's wording it in a way that you're believing that they're going to receive it well while still being honest but really coming from right. an authentic place that's what, what it is for right. me but it's also pouring energy into that thought so I'm like okay I really want them to uh, receive this well my intention is for them to receive it well then that's just what it is if I want to put intention towards starting a business then you're putting the energy towards that business in the most authentic way possible but then you're also going to put action towards it so for me it's
1: like intention is like an energy thing
0: that's what it is for me
1: yeah yeah i love it so any last words advice you would like to give if no how can they find you and support you
0: um my last words of advice is choose yourself i think that's very important I have a tattoo. It says Mm. Selfish Babe and it says I Choose Me because that's very important for me. Um, How they can find me, they can follow me on Instagram at Olanike Osi. That is O-L-A-N-I-K-E-E-O-S-I. On Instagram as well as my YouTube page is also Olanike Osi. They can download the Selfish Babe app. That's S-E-L-F-I-S-H-B-A-B-E. Selfish Babe, either in the the Apple Store or the Google Play Store. The podcast, the Selfish Babe, Selfish Talk, podcast is also on the app as well as anywhere else because you know whatever link whatever you listen to podcasts on it's there (sighs) as well um and then they should also follow the selfish babe page on instagram which is selfish babes with an s because we have a really great community there and then my other my other business is goddess detox and that is g-o-d-d-e-s-s for goddess and then Detox is d-e-t-o-x on instagram as well as goddessdetox.org and for anything just me personally related they can go to olinikeoc.com but i'm more so on instagram so if it's like business yes. related email me or dm me
1: yes i love it guys so you all check her out follow her like click support download the app And everything else, I hope that this podcast has resonated with you all in such a way that you decide to, number one, live intentional, but number two, choose yourself first and selfishly do it. I just want to thank you so much for being a part of this show. You have blessed us all today. Takeaways and how to connect with Olenike will be in the show notes. Also, you have encouraged me, girls, to level up on my self-love. And I appreciate it so much. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you for You're You're welcome. Yeah, no problem. Well, listeners, remember to subscribe to www.intentionallyposh for upcoming episodes. Remember Posh Houston tickets are still available at intentionallyposh.com. Join us August 2nd through the 4th, 2019 for a 48-hour retreat you will not forget. This retreat is about coming as you are and leaving full. Also, take advantage of our one-hour strategy and planning group call by signing up today using Posh Talks a special discount. During this call, you will gain the creativity and clarity to Launch Your Dream project, marketing strategies, and identifying market opportunities. Again, you can book online at www.intentionallyposh.com. Lastly, our 90-day dream course is now live. Sign up to receive private intent intense coaching as well as 24 7 support you will learn how to ditch the workers mentality the key to running your business the ceo social media strategies and lastly when to scale and how to grow well we thank you again for listening and thank y'all for sticking through the technical difficulties and until next time have a high vibe intentional week bye guys
0: Thank you again for listening to Posh Talks Podcast. This podcast was brought to you and sponsored by Women Living Intentional and Intentional Investments. Want to learn more about us? Check us out at intentionallyposh.com. And as always, have a high five intentional week.